Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about the IT workforce, and we're talking with David Foote, co-founder, CEO, and Chief Research Officer with Foote Partners, an IT workforce research firm. David, thanks so much for joining me today. You bet, Tom. Just to, to get us started here, why don't you tell us just a bit about yourself and about your firm and exactly what you do. Well, we're a bunch of uh, analysts that come out of the big analyst firms. We've been around for about 12 years. Uh, I worked myself at Gartner and Meta Group. Um, but our focus is mainly on, uh, uh, you know, in, in, a, in a nutshell, is on the execution uh, part of, I, of uh, the IT organization versus the uh, recommendations on the purchasing of, uh, of you know, hardware, middleware, software. We look at um, very much at the world from what happens once you have these purchases in-house. This largely becomes an issue of workforce. Um, and so we have developed uh, a lot of independent research, benchmark research that um, I'll be drawing from today that uh, involves a group of about just over 2,000 companies in the U.S. and Canada and covering... Um, Close to, I think we're up to about 89,000 IT workers, and we bench, we publish benchmark research on them, and we also look to this group for a lot of our analysis on what's happening out there in in the markets as we test some of the data that that we're seeing. So it allows us to draw a lot of uh, inferences uh, about trends in the market, hard data and empirical data. Now I've seen some of your compensation surveys, and they indicate that pay for IT security skills and certifications has continued to rise despite the recession. What do you see as driving that rise? Well, you know, um, the easy answer might be compliance, and you'd be partially correct, but you'd be missing most of what we see as the main drivers. Um, basically, uh, and, and I'm going to, um, as part of my answer, take you back uh, a couple of years to kind of give you the antecedents of what's happening right now. This, uh, this, there's been a big shift, uh, particularly in budgets, from external threat defense to protecting data assets. Um, and this has obviously created a big shift in the demand for the kind of skills and people you need to, to be doing this. Um, in fact, in a C CSO, CISO uh, survey that we do twice a year, data security now has come up as the number one issue for security and decision makers. And if you look at budgets right now, you've got IT budgets this year that are down about between 7 and 9%, depending on what analyst firm you, uh, you look at. But it's interesting, security budgets this year are basically flat. And part of this is because the percent of the IT operational budget devoted to security was 7.2% in 2007, but now, in 2009, it's risen to 12.6%. So we're taking a larger chunk of the IT budget, which even if that is declining, uh, that keeps security, again, at a pretty much a flat point. We're going to spend about as much money this year as last year. But I would say that the role of the security organization has changed very much from a sort of a support infrastructure role to a much more of a sort of central, you know, business-centric view. It, it, it now isn't just about operations of the business. It's about um, uh, protecting brands, protecting corporate reputations, uh, protecting finances. And if you look at, at what the problem has been there, it's been a very high uh, in a rise in, in high-volume thefts of credit card information, Social Security numbers, personal data, the rising costs of these breaches, um, the fact that uh, these breaches have 
started to trigger state disclosure laws that has bought drug damaging publicity, damaged brands and reputations of companies and that. If you look at, you know, at least five threats I know that perimeter focused security misses, it's these these trusted relationships between partners and and users where we heard back starting in late two thousand five, beginning two thousand six, we put out an alert about this to our our various customers that we saw that it wasn't so much much compliance that was going to that's driving a lot of demand for skills. It was the fact that customers of companies were starting to get very nervous about the data that they had in the systems and going across the networks of some of their providers. And they started to um, make noises about this to sales people who got that message to executives saying, look, we have a problem. Uh, we may lose some market share. We may lose some of our sales over this issue of our products and services or the way we do business not being secure enough. So it began now coming again out of this sort of operations area to this uh, to this whole other area of protection of business assets and ultimately revenues. I'd also put in this group of threats that perimeter-focused security is missing and that has created a new demand for additional uh, security skills. You know, web applications vulnerabilities, probably over 50% of all reported vulnerabilities are in our web applications vulnerabilities. You've got a lot of missing devices, laptops, um, mobile devices uh, that have caused security problems. We know about a lot of examples in the news about this. You've got custom malware running under the radar of established signatures right now. And you've got social engineering and basic user ignorance uh, and company ignorance about web 2.0 threats. So you've got a lot of things that have conspired over a period of time. We, back in 2006, uh, alerted our customers that we we saw basically a big change in demand for people and skills, particular skills, that was going to hit in about fall of 2007. And, and you know, Tom, that's exactly what happened. Uh, and and it's been carrying through. And if you look at um, some of the, the data that, that we have, we have we have, we have, do track um, pay. And if you if you look at when this recession began, which was December of 2007, according to the government, that, since that time, of the 190 certifications that we track through our our index of pay for IT certifications and skills, which is a, is a survey that's done back 10 years, there's been an increase in the value of security certifications of 2.4%. In the same period of time, overall, certifications in our surveys have declined in value 6.5%. So that's a big swing of, of 9% between the, the two of the 9% difference. Since October 2008, when Wall Street sort of imploded, security certifications have gained 1.3% in value on our survey, where overall, um, the 190 certifications we survey have lost 2.8% in value. So clearly, security certifications are going in the completely opposite direction of the rest of the certifications out there. And I mention this because um, uh, in the certification business, those are heavily infrastructure certifications, networking systems, and uh, and um, a security, and so we we tend to see security changes in security, labor issues, and pay showing up in that area versus the, the non-certified. But it's also showing up in non-certified. So, David, when you look at those skills and certifications related to security, which ones would you single out as perhaps providing the largest employment opportunity for for skilled workers right now? Well, we have a hot list that we publish, which takes into account what we're seeing in terms of changes in pay, which is an indication of the difference between supply and demand. 
uh, as demand is, is uh, grows greater than supply, things go up, up in value. But you have a number of other things you have to look at. You have to look at budgets, what people are spending, how you know the line item uh, line item spending has changed. You want to talk to a lot of people too, and we're out there talking to 2,000 companies now on this list, which has 25 of the what we think are the hot certifications right now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of those are security, and specifically the incident handler certification from SANS, the SANS Institute, the, uh, the GAC. Um, Cisco certified security professional, we've got a, two more, three more SANS certifications, forensic analyst, uh, analyst, intrusion analyst, and incident manager. We have the EC Council uh, hacking, uh, certified hacking forensics investigator. Uh, we also have on that list um, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, CWNP, used to be called Planet 3, Certified Wireless Security Professional. And we've got the, the, uh, the Security Certified Network Architect certification as well. Uh, so, you know, we've, we've got uh, some real evidence. Uh, we, don't, we can't go into a lot of detail on, on this, but I can say that, the, that some of the certifications I mentioned to you a moment ago uh, are up in pay uh, between nine and 25% in the last six months. And in this recession, that is big, big news. Sure. To have anything growing in value at that in such a short amount of time. Some of those in the last three months are up over 10%. So, David, ahead, what areas of security do you think are going to see the greatest increase, let's say, over the next six to 12 months? Well, if you look at pay, again, the gap between supply and demand, it's clearly forensic analysis. It's incident handling and analysis. It's security architecture, uh, which is another one I didn't mention before. Ethical hacking, hacking uh, network security, and security management. If you look at our workforce demand survey, which is another uh, bit of, of research we do, not just specifically on security, but on all of IT, the ones that we pulled out that relate to security that show very much uh, a demand now and into the, uh, into at least through the end of the year and probably into the first quarter of 2010 are as follows. There's 10 or 11 of these. Forensics, identity and access management, intrusion detection and prevention systems, penetration testing, threat and vulnerability assessment, although that's probably going to be outsourced. It's probably going to be a third-party thing. Uh, some companies will do it internally. Many are going externally to do these independent assessments. You've got litigation support, you know, e-discovery. You've got disk and file-level encryption solutions. You've got data leak prevention, or some people call it data loss prevention. You've got application security, which I think is primarily going to be, not primarily, but, but a little more in the small to medium size businesses. And you've got this whole area of governance, compliance, and audit, or what we call GRCA, which is you know govern, governance, risk, manage, uh, uh, risk management, uh, compliance, and audit. And there's, some very, there's an interesting certification that's just come out. Um, it's new. Uh, it's, it hasn't been around long enough to track as far as pay is concerned, but it uh, it's it, uh, called the uh, it, it, I don't know the exact formal name of it, but I think it's the Certified Governance and Inter in Enterprise IT Certification, which is, which is trying to certify people in this area of GC GRCA. And that's so. I've just mentioned a, a few of them to you. There there are some more, but I think that those are the the, the general areas of growth right now. Now, David, in the areas that we pay attention to, government and financial services, we tend to think that demand all revolves around regulatory compliance. But it sounds like what you were saying earlier is compliance isn't having that great of an impact 
on the demand for security skills and certifications? Well, compliance is that steady drumbeat um, that will never go away, that will always drive a certain portion of the security budget. And, and, and I'm not de denying that. It, 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 there's a portion of, of spending for security that will always be there for that because it has to be. But what I was saying earlier about you know the legal risk of the implications of noncompliance intensifying, what I think it's doing is it's really hitting more company brands and reputations now. I mean that it's become a business issue. So compliance was not just something to do um, to please the legislature, the legislators of HIPAA or Graham Leach Bliley or or Sox. It is simply the cost of doing business when you have nervous clients who are telling salespeople, we may begin to split some of the money that we've been spending with you with some of these smaller boutique companies who we think have brought to us some very attractive solutions that you haven't. The risk, of course, in doing um, business with some of these smaller companies is will they be around in the next year or two? Uh, many of them will probably be around, but they may be bought by some of the larger security uh, solution providers. But the fact that this conversation uh, has, has hit and the fact that now, if you look at the role of CISOs, CSOs and the major decision makers, they're being asked to step up to the plate in a completely different way to be more, um, uh, to, you know, to be more in tune with the business and not simply with the operational aspects of security that they have been involved with for many, many years. Now it's about reputation, it's about brands, it's about revenues and profitability, and that area uh, for uh, for uh, security is a tough one. I believe the requirement to work with business professionals is probably the greatest hurdle that security professionals have to face right right now. Um, and a lot of security professionals may not have the skills that are necessary uh, to to where their careers are going to be driven over the next couple of years. So much of what has been driving that has been. I would say compliance again and operational issues, but that's obviously changing. And will enough security people step up to the plate? Are they even qualified? You know, we'll see that companies are are looking for these hybrid sort of you know technical and business uh, security professionals with both the technical chops and some of these soft skills and business skills as well. They're desperately looking for these people right now. Well, that's a good segue into the next question I have, because aside from you know, direct information security, what are some of the related areas that also are showing strong pay demand trends? And it sounds like you're touching upon some of those in terms of soft skills in business. Yeah, well, well that's, but I, I, would, I would answer your question in the time that we have in the following way. Um, you know, Web application security, the idea of secure software development, um, it, it, the idea of proactive security programs spanning entire application life cycles. This is really big. Um, there are a number of skills I could cite to you: C, C++, Java, .NET, all of these injection, you know, SQL injection, code injection, cookie injection, you know, L, LDAP injection. There's all these specific skills relating to web application security. This is coming in in a very big way. Um, part of it driven by, obviously, our president's interest in digital records and electronic medical record systems. The security, the uh, skills that will be needed in that are in access control, data integrity, data loss prevention, application security, the challenges 
are partially compliance. They will be, but there'll be systems integration and things like that. You've got securing their virtualized environment. Most people now realize, and they didn't 18 months ago, uh, when they thought virtual and uh, computing environments could be just secured in the same fashion as physical environments. Now we know that's not true, so that we have a full explosion of the virtualized computing environment that needs to be to be secured. Um, you've got a lot of network security issues. I mentioned some of them before. Wireless, mobile, that continues to be a drumbeat uh, that has affected uh, pay and demand. You've got architecture, the fact that in our data, most recent data, the interest in security architecture, in addition to all the other architecture that we have, network information data, enterprise architects, uh, application architects, now we've got an interesting um, uh, uh, rise in demand for people who can construct proper security architectures. And you've got, um, you know, you've got, an, I mean, a, a number of, of other areas. I just mentioned a few right there, but suffice it to say that uh, um, in general, there's been a real broadening now of view, view of what security means in organizations. And, and again, um, going back to this idea that it's now grown from beyond external threats to the fact that when you come right down to it, a lot of security threats are internal in organizations, and we're seeing that most recently in what's in the national news story that's been happening, connected with with angry workers about to be laid off or having been lay, laid off. Um, there are all kinds of threats that we have to assume that they are that they uh, are not necessarily the same threats as were faced, you know, in, in the past. We've got a whole new set of concerns. One last question for you, David. We've got some experts, as you know, that are saying the recession's bottomed out, and others are saying it's going to be some time before the job market improves. Based on what you see, what do you think the market will be for information security professionals and IT jobs in general? Well, um, if you've been watching the month-to-month uh, press releases from the Department of Labor and the Bureau of Labor Statistics where they track unemployment in this country. Something really interesting happened in July that had never, that I haven't seen happen, I haven't seen occur in the last in the five months prior to that. There are five bellwether categories of IT employees and security is, is certainly part of this group. You know, in the Bureau of Labor Statistics employment situation numbers, every month since February, there's been a loss of between three to eleven thousand, a net loss of three to eleven thousand IT workers in this country a month. All of a sudden, in July, there was a net gain of seven thousand four hundred. There was literally a swing of fifteen thousand um, uh, employed people from a loss of seventy six hundred in June to a gain of seventy four hundred in July. Overall. Something uh, there seems to be a thaw in this economic winter, at least in July, for IT workers. Um, I know that a number of uh, companies are, are hiring not just security people, but a lot of they're looking to hire a number of IT workers, or let's just say to rearrange their workforce so they have the right, the correct skills in place. Uh, and that's driving part of this. It's not simply budget reduction, but the fact that we need to have a different sort of a different constitution to our workforce from the point of view of skills available to do the work at hand. It's certainly, um, security is certainly part of that, as I've just said, but will this July, sudden July surprise that we've seen, this swing, will that continue? Is that a, 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 a trend now? I'm not prepared to say that. Um, talk to me in September or October. If we see more of this, 
where we have overall losses of employment in this country, but we are starting to see numbers in the black for IT, then I'll, I'll tell you we probably have a trend. And, and then I would uh, begin to tell you what I think the security numbers might be within that. And in other words, we'll have to process a little more of our, uh, of our benchmark research before I'm willing to put a stake in the ground on, on that. Excellent. Well, David, I know we've only scratched the surface of what you have to offer. Where can some of our listeners go to find out more about some of the research that you've done and some of the trends you're seeing? Well, um, we, uh, we're available at www.footpartners.com. We put a lot of research up on our site. Um, if you're lucky enough to be on one of our mail lists, uh, about every two weeks to three weeks, we send out research alerts, and uh, we have no problem putting uh, a lot of data, a lot of trend data, um, in, in any of those, uh, and that's available to anybody who wants to uh, to, to participate. It's just uh, basically an, an opt-in on our site, and of course we have more than 140, 150 research reports that are all benchmark reports having to do with the IT workforce that are updated uh, and every three months and made available to, to the general public. Very good. David, I appreciate your time and your insight today. Thank you. I'm talking with David Foote of Foot Partners. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.